99.3 DAB, the home of international students. On Radio Nova. Welcome back. You're listening to Snackery Kanorsk with Ollie and Sophie. And we've been speaking a little bit about Duty 6 um, before the song there. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about another type of sex. Well, it's more experimental sex. Mm. It's called tantric sex. I don't know if you've heard of it before. Tantric sex? Tantric sex, yeah. What is that? It's basically a simulation of like a spiritual awakening um, that is performed through like a sexual act, essentially. So yeah, it's crazy. I was reading a lot about it because I'm really interested in it and a lot of people swear by tantric sex, especially if which is really interesting about because we were talking about duty sex, mm-hmm. especially it's recommended for people that are like having struggles with their sex life and maybe feeling disconnected to their partner and stuff like that. So yeah. So basically what it is is a sexual practice. It's part of a ancient spiritual path known as Tantra, which translates in English to weaves. So like people weave mm. it, weaving together kind of thing is what how I thought about it. That is very poetic though. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Um so yeah, it it's basically referring to the uniting of like masculine and feminine energy in our souls between heaven and earth and the human body with the transcendent collapsing with the polarities between the energies. So obviously it's a very spiritual practice, right? So typically the people that are doing it are people that are already practicing spirituality in their lives. But what's interesting about this is it doesn't have to inherently be sexual, if that makes sense. So some of the things that you can do with tantric sex or like tantric being is kind of just like a physical... Connecting in a physical way that doesn't have to be penetrative sex, if mm, that makes sense. Yeah. So the website I was looking at gave you some like activities that you could try. So wh- one of them was like creating a sacred space for you to have sex in. So by doing that, you could like clean it properly or create like a dedicated space for you to like have sex so that your mind makes sort of associations with that space that it's for sex and then... So not like a bedroom or anything, but it's just like yeah. a space. Just a space that's like dedicated like for mm. you and your partner. Yeah. And then from there you could do some soul gazing, which is essentially like you sit like just for example, on a bed. You would sit on the bed with your partner, like with your legs crossed, like directly across from one another, like looking at each other, and you would just like stare into their eyes for like however long but like a, a significant amount of time for like something to happen mm. kind of thing and that's called soul gazing so yeah this is so po- poetic right um and i was reading this and i was like this is so different to like anything that i've ever read before and i feel like it would be interesting to try it though because i mean yeah it would be super awkward at the start just like staring at someone for like 10 minutes yeah but you know like they say um what's it they say if you can stare it into someone's eyes for longer than like three minutes or something you either Mm. want to have sex with them or murder them (laughs) (laughs) so i was thinking that's quite funny do you know the artist called uh maria abramovich i've 
heard her name, but I'm not familiar uh, with the work. Google her. But okay. uh, this reminds me of one of her works that she did. So she did like a piece where she walked from um, the hall of uh, the China, the China Wall. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like the great breakup. That is me digressing. Going back to like the part of the of her exhibit mm-hmm. is she sat down in a museum. I cannot remember which one it was, sadly, but she just sat down Mm -hmm. and she invited anyone to come in front of her and sit and just stare at her. Like you are just having this staring, uh, was not uh, the staring match kind of Mm -hmm. vibe. And people were crying and laughing. Literally, this woman sat on a chair Mm -hmm. with... She did not move for like 48 hours, correct me if I'm wrong. And she cut out this little circle in in the chair. So when I say she sat there for 48 hours straight, no bathroom was taken because there was like a little bucket underneath as well. This was dedicated... Like she has like this really Mm -hmm. extremist uh, pieces. And she just sat there and opened it up for everyone. And you could see what was really beautiful about this is you could see everyone's reaction. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe that your the eyes are really kind of a doorway to your soul. Yeah, because sure. Have you ever stared at someone that you really, really love? Yeah. And it is like something that you can't really explain yeah. to people that haven't experienced that. Mm-mm. But like sometimes you do just find yourself staring at like, well me and my partner sometimes will just do that we'll just like catch ourselves staring at each other for like minutes consecutively and it is like that it's like you start if you stare for long enough it's like you can start seeing like beyond like what their eyes look like yeah do you know what I mean and that kind of sounds a bit crazy but I really do believe that obviously there is like a a sort of bigger energy that's just beyond like your physical being you know And I think it would be silly to not think that because... No, yeah, I feel like... Yeah. I feel like you'd be oblivious if you thought that your existing body is it. Exactly. That's how, how I feel too. It's, it cannot be just that. Yeah. It has to be a meaning behind it as well. Yeah. And whatever you believe in, if it is religion-based or if it's spirit spirit spiritually based... Mm-hmm. It is just something. There exactly. is something. And the things that happen with your body that cannot explain. Mm-hmm. And even what you were saying earlier about the hormones and things like that. Mm. Like that is crazy that that just happens when you fall in love with someone. You know, so it's, you know, it would it's very believable to me mm. to, to think that something like this and tantric exercises and stuff like that would bring you a deeper connection to your partner you know i'm gonna definitely try that yeah but the only problem is he will probably laugh at me if i could bring up this up <laughs> i feel like in context we have i'm in i'm in a relationship with this cis man mm. and i love him and he is the best but there's just some things that i bring up and he's looking at me like what are you on about <laughs> babes <laughs> you're on just something be like try everything once try everything That's my once motto. that is actually try my motto try everything once for sure but also i feel like i'm digressing a little bit on this i always digress but when it comes to sex and all of that is magical i do believe that like bi's and gays have 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 a newer key to mm. what it really means yeah because sex is not just penetrative because mm. 
you could be a lesbian couple, for example, mm-hmm. and have sex but not be penetrated. Yeah. And that kind of says so much about a sex life. Mm-hmm. And you could also bring that back to duty sex as well because you don't have to have penetrative sex to not ha- not without without having sex is that is that what yeah. i meant to say <laughs> yeah no but that makes complete sense and like i was actually thinking about this when we were planning this show because mm. i was like what's there to be said for queer relationships and obviously you could do a whole other show mm. um for sex and um, with queer couples and i think that there's definitely something to be said the important things to be said for a separate discussion but yeah like this would be a great exercise for queer people to do in their relationships especially because it's not like necessarily penetrative sex not that you can't have penetrative sex in queer relationships of course but yeah I just thought this was like a lovely thing oh that Um, is and it can be penetrative too like it's said on the website too that there was special positions and stuff like that that you could try that are supposed to be tantric and like healing positions and things like that um but it's like completely up to you how much you want to try and yeah that's the beauty of sex really you have control Mm -hmm. and if you don't have control that is not okay yeah of course i feel like that is (laughs) that is a strong point to end this section with Mm -hmm. and we'll be back real real soon can't speak norwegian we've got you covered on snack ignores it's international students Welcome back. You've been listening to Snackery Knorsk and me and Ollie have been talking a little bit about tantric sex before the song. It was really interesting, something that's a little bit new to us, something we might try, who knows. But now I'd like to move on a little bit to long distance relationships. Love um, a good long distance relationship chat. Yeah, I mean, since we're both in one, it's, it's only right that we talk about it. <laughs> um... And specifically, sex during long-distance relationships. Oh. Yeah. Mm, all right. Yeah. So um, I'm living in Oslo right now on exchange. So I'm in a long-distance relationship just, like, for me being here. Mm. Um, and this is the first time I've ever done it. And it's definitely been interesting, to say the least. Like, I wouldn't consider myself someone that really struggled with low libido or anything like that before. Like it's been pretty plain sailing for me and my partner to be honest so I kind of just thought when I came here it would be easy to just switch and like you know just do the sexting the facetimes the everything but no it's not really been like that it's been more a lot more difficult than I thought it would have been um because I am not the best texter communicator on technology which is something that I've realised from doing this, but I I just can't, like, connect to it. I can't connect for a phone, even through FaceTime. Obviously, FaceTime's better than texting for mm-hmm. me, but I just find it really difficult to connect through it. Um, and every time we've tried to, you know, do have virtual sex or anything like that, it feels, like, performative to me because it's just not something I resonate with. Um, I don't know about you, if you have any experience. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I do 
I do feel where you're coming from. I've been in, I've been in one proper long distance relationship, and then I've been in one kind of long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was when I was like six. I don't even feel like that was a relationship, but it was the first taste of a long distance relationship I'd say Mm -hmm. and we were more of a sexting type but it was also I was 16 my hormones were everywhere Mm -hmm. so like just sexting was like oh my god we're sexting it was even before like when we actually did it Mm -hmm. so it was kind of a journey of I felt so comfortable of with sexting him and like sending him pictures to when we actually did it it was very it was a very nice feeling for me because mm-hmm. he knew everything that I liked through the previous text that we've been texting around mm-hmm. and vice versa so I was like oh you like to do this because it was very like we had to speak about sex because sometimes what I struggle with sex is not speaking about it enough mm-hmm. how would your partner know what you like if you do not express it yes and that's where I that kind of helped me have mm-hmm one of the most amazing first times someone mm-hmm. could have. While in my second long distance relationship with a per- with a partner that I'm with now, we it was also kind of good because we communicated more often, mm-hmm. but it was more of as said previously in the show is when when um when someone is out of sight it's out of mind for yeah. me. So when I finally got to text him or call him, we talked we talked like maybe once a week, maybe once every other week, which was weird. Yeah. But once we talked we talked for five hours because mm-hmm. I had a whole Bible. It was not very sex connected. Yeah. It was just more of, and I felt like that was very nice mm-hmm. just because one of my fears of going into a long distance relationship, especially when we were so new in this relationship, mm-hmm. was the sex part because how are we going to do this? Like there's alcohol involved, not that alcohol is a is something that you could cheat like oh i cheated because i was too drunk that is not an excuse yeah but alcohol does not make the situation any easier because all it physically changes your thought process Mm -hmm. um but yeah we talked a lot and i kind of liked that Mm -hmm. so it was not a lot of sexting and i do feel like when you say it's very performative it was usually me sending him videos yeah not because I had to because I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I really kind of, I low-key liked sending the videos. I was like, oh my God, look at me. Oh my God, I look so cute. Yeah. Oh, look at that. I was like feeling myself. As you should. But a dick pic doesn't really do anything for me. I agree. I'm there and, too. And like, you kind of just take a picture from your yeah. body and like wanking off as well on, on it just doesn't do anything no, for me. So I, I was happy not receiving anything. I was more than happy mm-hmm. to send. Mm-hmm. But it was very performative because I was like, oh, and then it's also like taking the same picture 50 times because I didn't like the first one. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a good mixture of I loved the communication. I loved us talking and actually taking time for each other. Mm-hmm. But also like the sex life. I mean, but that is so interesting you saying that because I mean, it was kind of similar for me too, but it did allow me to learn a lot about sex that I didn't realise before. Like for me, I realised that so much of like the sexual pleasure that I personally receive is like just being in the same vicinity as my partner, you know? Mm. And it's not like just about what's been said or what's necessarily been done and sometimes it's just about like recognizing your love language too like for me it's words of affirmation so I like to like hear how much someone loves me or hear you know 
them tell me the great things about <laughs> me, of course. But for him, it was physical touch. Mm. So that was quite difficult for us in the beginning. And like we had been together for like two and a half years before we did long distance. So it was like a huge change for yeah. us. And not something that we really spoke about either before because I think we didn't really expect it to be as difficult as what it has been, honestly. It's just been super different. But there has been a few things that we tried oh. that I we could share today. Share it to um, the audience's child. Yeah, so the first thing I have on my list is allow yourself to think differently about sex. And this is kind of what we were speaking about before. And it's not just reaching an orgasm and then you're done, which is quite commonly like what people think sex is about and people expect to have to be able to do in sex to please their partner. A big thing in long distance relationships, I think, can be sex can be anything from the way you speak to one another to the physical mm. because I think if you allow yourself just to speak I mean obviously communication is like the hugest Key most important everything. factor and especially in a long distance relationship like that can lead to sexual conversations and arousal and stuff like that just talking about what you were saying like what you like what your partner likes yeah so that's been like a huge thing is like just communication mm. and allowing myself to like have a different perspective on sex that isn't just necessarily reaching an orgasm and then that's it that, yeah um yeah and then another thing i have was using technology to your advantage obviously it didn't really work for me but i know that a lot of people do like doing video chats and like mutual masturbation and things like that like definitely do work for a lot of people um and I get that it can be quite awkward at the beginning I mean especially if it's not something you've done before if you don't really send things like videos or pictures or anything like that can definitely be a bit more awkward yeah I mean like we were saying before just try everything once yeah that is like how you need to live I think if you're in a long distance relationship is just try everything if you don't like it you don't like it and you're you move. yeah if your partner's a good one then they're gonna get it if you don't want to do it you know mm-hmm. um and then the last thing I have was use scheduling and this one's a little bit iffy because I feel like there's nothing less sexy than scheduling <laughs> sex but it has to be done sometimes because you know, if, especially if you're long distance and even in different time zones or something like that, you can be on completely different schedules and just finding the time to have that sort of intimacy um, mm. is really important. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be virtual sex. It can be um, maybe sp- like speaking of just having a conversation about a time where you had really good sex before, like that is intimate in itself, mm-hmm. you know, so just saying to your partner I don't know maybe this day at this time we're going to have a FaceTime and we're going to do this or this and that I think that's super important to keep like that kind of intimacy going because like we were both saying like object permanence outside out of mind is a real thing and if you don't do that it's so easy to just not do it at all you know I the scheduling sex part is I'm a very 50-50 person Mm. if it comes if it becomes too much of scheduling every time, it will be a little bit too much of statistics in my head. Yeah. But like, I feel like once in a while, 
saying that we're gonna have sex or like we're gonna have like an intimate call on Tuesday Eve Mm -hmm. and today's like Monday morning let's say I'll be thinking about that shit all day all night all morning Mm -hmm. and when it comes to the when it comes to the um to the chat it's some it's been an experience by itself to like leading towards this chat and it's always in the back yeah. of your mind and it's just something about that excitement of oh my god Tuesday at five I'm gonna speak about this yeah. and this and be like oh I remember when we did that and it's just mm-hmm. something about like, even scheduling sex be like okay Valentine's Day for example I know like a lot of there are a lot of meanings about this but for me valentine's is about spending time with your loved ones especially when you're in a very busy day if it's a long distance relationship if it's if you live with them if whatever it's taking that time to either speak to them or be with them and being like okay i have to work and i have to do this and then when i get home i'm going to tear this man's clothes apart there's something sexy about that thought i agree so i feel like yeah, that 100%. A little bit of scheduling does not hurt anyone. It doesn't. And I know that, like, spontaneity is, like, a huge thing for a lot of people, but scheduling can be sexy if you make it. It really yeah. is. And, and that I is... think that's a good note to take a break on. Yes. Can't speak Norwegian? We've got you covered on Snack Norsk. It's international students. Hello, welcome back. You've been listening to Snackery Knorsk. It's Sophie and Ollie in the studio today. And we've been talking all about sex. We've been talking about duty sex, mm-hmm. tantric sex, virtual sex, you name it. We've <laughs> spoken about it. Um, the tantric sex is very fascinating. I really mm-hmm. want to try it. Me too. And I feel like a lot of like straight couples or like the olden A4 straight couples should try that. I feel like they, they definitely should. I think it's... As you said, I've been saying throughout this show is that you need to try everything at once. Mm-hmm. It's not going to hurt to look at your partner's eyes for five minutes. Literally, no. it's five minutes of your time. No, exactly. Take your eyes off TikTok, look at each other's eyes, see exactly. how it goes. If you're like, what the fuck is this? Stop. <laughs> Progress. Go back to TikTok. <laughs> Go know? back to TikTok. TikTok <laughs> is not leaving you, honey. It's not leaving you. And virtual sex. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. I do kind of miss that part of long distance relationship. Really? Not as much as I want to go back to it. Yeah. I have like a nostalgic view of it now. Okay, yeah. Just because I live with my significant other Mm -hmm. and I'm a very busy person. I cannot not be busy. Mm -hmm. I I will be, I'll have an anxiety attack if I'm not (laughs) busy. I don't know why I need to be a busy bee. So I barely see him. But because I barely see because I barely see him and live with him, my mind is like, I live with him. I can see him whenever I want to see him. Mm-hmm. And we don't really schedule time for each other. Yeah. Well, like in the long distance relationship, you guys were like prior prioritizing. Mm-hmm. Something sexy about prioritizing someone else's as well. I agree. Because it's like, I'm a busy person. Yeah. I want to see you. But I think it's good that you're you're busy, especially if you live together. Yeah. Because I think if you're not busy and you live mm. with your significant other, especially in your 20s, like that could go downhill so fast. Downhill so bad. So that's good. I think that you're, you I have know. your separate lives. But yeah, like with the virtual sex, I think there is obviously something exciting about it, but I'd, I wouldn't trade it for normal sex. Oh, no, no, definitely nah. not. There's something, again, I feel like you're in it. Mm, <laughs> I'm yeah. out of it. So I have this nostalgic, like, I'll miss uni. Mm-hmm. Fuck. 
in hell I'm never going to go back to it <laughs> but I do miss it it's like this nostalgic yeah. forgetting all the bad things and I feel like that's a good a good note to wrap everything up and just try mm-hmm. motto of the day try everything once and I'm just going to be a little social social whore uh, if you have any good stories funny stories hit us up on snacker ikke norsk on Instagram? On Instagram. We only have Instagram, right? We only have Instagram. Oh. So it's the only place to be, honey. Okay. Honestly, DM us. If you don't have Instagram, get Instagram. And DM, DM us. <laughs> Slide Thank into you. a DM. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap, guys. 99.3 DAB, the home of international students. <laughs>